know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you, so let's get started. Hello, Heart Singers. Welcome back to the Heart Sing Podcast. Addie Beal here. And I'm coming at you after just finishing a night of scandal with my oldest daughter, Lexi. If you haven't seen this show yet, you get sucked in for sure. And that's our Thursday night thing now. She comes over to the rig and we get all cozy and watch a couple episodes of it. So I am just really enjoying bits and pieces of my life right now. And it's a foundation of what I want to share with you on the podcast this week. And uh, one of my mic drops that came out of our group planning session we had in our Me First Sisterhood, that's part of the Me First Guide process, we get together every month to plan and talk strategy. And we always have some really fun and good ahas come out and kind of get reset. And the process never fails to re-inspire me and reset me on my path. You know, we really review, reflect, commit, and redirect myself toward the goal. And in the process, we were doing this, uh, we were we got talking last night, and one of the women was doing a 75 hard. And if you haven't heard about this, it's like this extreme workout plan where you do two a days for like 75 days, like shit I used to do in the 20s, right? Maybe in my 30s, even when I was CrossFit and hard. No, that was my 40s, I think. But anyhow, she was talking about how she just didn't want to do things like that anymore, that it's just not important like it used to be back in her body bodybuilding days, all that stuff. And I started talking about how easily, effortlessly, I've just been adding small things back in, just like when I started out on this journey five years ago. And in some way, my my health, like having to focus on my skin and not being able to do things like to the to the extreme, I was like, go hiking, like my body just was not allowing me to do it. And it really has made me slow down and look at how I want to show up for my life, for my business, for my body, for my health. And it's just funny that Like I'm being forced to do it because I didn't listen, right? I was getting all the signs to just be still, add, just be quiet, just listen. And it's like the same lesson I'm learning five years ago, right? And, you know, um, Anne in our group, she came to it on her own terms. You know, she wants to lose weight, yes, but she also wants to do it from love and compassion in a different way. And she realized she isn't willing to go hard at it anymore in an essence of, where, you know, just working so hard for it. And that was for me when everything changed this time around, just letting it be easy. When I told myself I can just walk for five minutes and it's great, or I can lift for five minutes, it's amazing. I don't have to do 200 pound lifts. Every little bit makes a difference. And five push-ups a day, and then they become easy. It's easy and joyful and makes progress, but I'm still showing the universe and myself 
what is priority in my life? And this is where my mic drop came in as we were discussing easy, loving ways that we can approach our weight loss or our health journey. And I said, hey, we're the rested losers, you know, (laughs) instead of the biggest loser, of course, we cracked up, you know, biggest losers be damned, you know, we don't want to work that hard at it, right? It's like, what are you willing to commit and put in? And does it have to look at it? How can you make it easy and joyful? So today on the pod, I kind of want to talk about some ways with you to just allow it to be easy and joyful and ask if you're looking at it that way, because of course, it's our thoughts creating whether it's easy or not in our minds anyway, whether you're doing a 75 hard or, you know, just doing a little five pushups a day, either one of those could feel hard or easy, depending on our thoughts about it, right? But the first question I want you to ask yourself, and whether no matter what goal you're pursuing, just ask, you know, do you feel rested? And right now, for the first time in a really long time, as I'm sitting here and just talking to you guys, I really feel like I am. I feel very grounded right now. And my body is healing. I'm creating new routines at my sometimes home here in Phoenix. And I'm really loving it. I'm enjoying it. So I'm going to share some of these things with you today and some that we brainstormed as a group at our call last night. But I wanted to share this little thought with you guys, too. And I'm not even sure where I picked this up. It was from Elizabeth Gilbert talking with Glennon Doyle. And it might have even been in her book, Tamed, or like on some podcast I heard Elizabeth talking about it. But she remarks, you know, about seeing the cheetahs rise, a strong, brave women stepping forward. You know, we're we're seeing those everywhere. But she says, I want to know where the rusted woman is. And like... Now that's a mic drop right there, right? Are you a rusted woman? And what can it look like in our days full of to-dos, appointments, food plans, workouts, obligations, all of these things? Are you, is it a journey of love? Is it a journey of, you know, self-discovery? Is it a journey of joy? Or is it something you're stressed about, constantly thinking about, overwhelmed about? And first thing that came up for me that I see with myself and my clients a lot is time. You know, let's talk about time. In my opinion, it's the number one way I see us make journey hard because we all want that big thing tomorrow. We all want to be skinny tomorrow. We can't wait for ourselves to figure it out. We can't wait for the journey, right? We just want it tomorrow. And we've been trained that way in society. And I'm all about setting a big, fantastic goal. And I do it all the time. In fact, right now, I'm amping up to do 30 pounds in 90 days of the summer. So get ready for that, you guys. And right now, I'm going live every day on my Facebook page in June, part of my recommitment out of our call last night, just to share my journey about how I'm making it joyful, restful, and just getting myself reset. Now that I'm kind of, I found I'm eating in a different way that came out of my healing of my skin, and I'm working to adapt that and how it shows up in Oh, everything around me, you guys, it just, it's really easy when I know what to eat. And I know I just need to get back to that for me. I just don't want to think about food so much. And to be able to just 
live my life and (laughs) not have to think about it all the time. I know you guys understand this, but I can tell you this. When I do think about it, I apply myself. I get a good plan. I get a good routine. Everything else feels so easy. And so back to the concept of time. So this idea of, you know, I'm going to lose 30 pounds in 90 days, that's got a time limit, right? Because, you know, a, a dream without a date is just that it's a dream, right? It becomes a goal when you put a time on it. So I want to have a time because I've got some direction, I've got some inspiration, some motivation. Is it doable? Yes, I know I've done it before, right? Am I ready? Can I be committed enough? And I know I'm going to need the next month to get there before I'm like, all right, I'm all in. Here's what I need to do. But the truth is, if you think it's going to be hard, it will. Right? Like, no matter what, I think it's going to be easy, but you might be over there thinking, I think it's going to be hard. In fact, I would say the number one limiting belief that I coach and work with my clients on is that they think losing weight is going to be hard and that it is going to be, uh, they're going to suffer, right? They're going to have to miss out on some things. And again, all our thoughts about it, but it doesn't matter when you believe it, when you think that's the truth, of course, that's what you're creating in your life, right? So back to time, you guys, because this is where, notice where the stress comes in. Like if I think that I, how I look at it, is I've got 90 days, I'm going to lose 30 pounds, but I'm not married to that timeline or that outcome. Sometimes I set a goal and the universe takes me in directions I couldn't foresee. And I might not hit the goal, but rest assured, you guys, I am learning and growing and not giving up. And it just takes me on this path of life that I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, of course. Like when I set the big money goal last year and I was like, what? I don't feel like I should do this. I know my health, like everything for me has been through my body and seeking health and the weight loss, but yet it's uncovered the magic of my soul. And I was like, I don't want to stop living in the space where I'm focused. And the universe was clear. It was just like from everywhere, you guys know, need to focus on this money goal. And what that brought me was more tools for to understand my mind, body, soul, spirit connection in seeking the money goal. And, you know, I learned about tapping and gratitude on another level because I was determined to create it from energy. So it's brought me even more tools because I listened and shifted. So as I'm allowing this sense of detachment, you know, we talked about the spiritual laws of success earlier this year on the podcast, and we talk about the law of detachment. Detachment being not that you don't want the things or that you don't have the things, but that you don't, it doesn't matter so much, right? Like you don't care about that so much. And this is how I look at like a goal with a timeline. Like I desire to be 30 pounds less. I want to feel that. I want to feel that energy. I want to feel that good in my body. But if it takes me a year or two years, it doesn't matter. Like the time is not linear, right? It is, uh, it is, we create it. It's everywhere. And as soon as you can let go of that sense of time, because that's where our pressure comes in with most things. Think about it. Scarcity of time, scarcity of money, scarcity of love. All of these things bring up the fear-based 
you know, um, goal chasing, if you will, right? Then we're chasing it from a place of lack rather than a place of abundance. You have all the time in the world to create this result you want. How would you show up and how would you show up differently? And enjoying the journey, right? And it's one of the reasons when I look back, I'm so glad that I couldn't get the weight loss surgery because seeing everything my mind has gone through in five years and is still going through, I wasn't ready. And there's no way I would have been, you know, and if surgery has been part of your story, that's awesome. I want you to know, I hear you, I feel you, I was right there. I'm telling you, if they could have would have done it that day, I was I was down with it. And that's part of your path. And you will do the work in a different way. But let's all be clear, right? There is work. It's not like we just become this different person overnight because our body changes. It's how we are wired inside. And it's hard because of our thoughts around it. And when we don't dig up these deep seated beliefs that something is wrong with us and how we go, we we tend to just go back to who we were, because that's where we're comfortable with. Okay, so Anyhow, I know that's a lot of kind of like backstory on that, but time. So allowing yourself to give yourself the gift of time. And I just recently did a podcast on this too, right? Give yourself the gift of time. And this is something that I have just really had to do over the past few months because of my health, but I've hit a spot where I am just feeling so peaceful. It's allowed me to just be like, hey, Just look at how you want to design and create your life. I'm doing more things in my community. I am like going up. They have this clubhouse here and I go up in the morning. I use the little gym. I kind of write my plan up there. Just kind of get out of the RV space. And I've stayed in this place, in this park I'm at for a few years, actually, when I'm here in Phoenix, and I hadn't ever really adventured out. And they have this puzzle room. And I'm finding I'm really enjoying going and do these puzzles. And I'm in there with some of these older guys in the in the park, right? And they'll come and do the puzzles. And it's like I'm becoming part of the puzzle crew over here. I am so enjoying that. And I'm enjoying my yoga studio and just doing like easy, peaceful yoga. And I'm enjoying in the morning, going and just saying, add, you can just lift five pound dumbbell weights. Do five. I just went in there and start, I'd sit at the machine and I'd do the little push press thing for like 10 reps. And then I'd sit there and meditate. And then maybe if I wanted to lift some dumbbells, I would, I do like some little crunches on the ball, but it was just all been easy and beautiful. And I feel so good. And so I am loving these things in my morning. It's making me be active. It feels good in my body. And it's really like meeting myself where I'm at again. And, you know, any of you that have gone through maybe a surgery or a sickness or something like that, I know you'll understand this and that sometimes we want to just jump back in and go hard 75 on it. (laughs) And sometimes you just need to love yourself and figure out what that looks like for you. You know, sleep, you know, really looking this week for myself on how I'm preparing the night before for a successful morning so that I'm up and I'm out doing a walk before it gets too hot, that I'm in the gym and enjoying my time there and that I have the morning to spend on the things I love to do. And cleaning the kitchen again, cleaning the kitchen the night before. This has allowed me to feel so much more rested. It's it's small things like this, right? Like waking up and having 
my juicer ready, having my clothes in place to go for the walk, having the planner all set in my backpack so I can just grab it and go. These things help me feel rested, help me feel peaceful. When my home and space is together, it feels peaceful, you know? So I got back out all my little statues and my yoga stuff that really inspires me and makes me feel good. And I've got that on my little table right by where I write and by my office space. And I love it. It feels good. So looking at your space and what you can do that just like gives you that breath, right? And then another one of the things we were talking about last night in our planning session was learning. Like, what are you putting in your ear? Okay, we want to be this rested loser, right? Like, we don't want to be the biggest loser anymore. Like, who who cares about that? Of course, we all want the transformation. We want to get healthy. We want to get to this space where we just feel so friggin' good in our bodies. So we look hot. Whatever your reason is, that's awesome. But I don't know about you, but I'm sick of stressing about it, right? And I can tell you, it's been a joyful journey. And there's been times I've been frustrated. There's times the skills go goes up. And I have just learned that that is a moment of reset for myself. I'm not giving up. I'm never stuck stopping to work toward my highest self. And I can tell you this, I can be a goal weight and I'm never going to stop because I will always be looking at ways to connect more body, mind, and soul. And so what I am putting in my ear in the morning has been so important. I'm listening to this book, Breathe, right now by, oh shoot, Jason. I've got to look that up for you guys. It's so good. You got to get it. It's got a yellow cover. It is changing my life about like mouth breathing and sleep. And oh my gosh, I'm learning so much. I'm sure I'll be talking about it more once I understand it. I'm kind of at the beginning, but I can already tell you game changing book. Like what those kind of things are constantly making a shift. Doing food changes like, okay, full confession and I already I'm doing this on Facebook as I'm talking through it but I've been in my ice cream mode again. It's gorgeous here. I don't want to go home. I go to this little ice cream parlor and there's something like I'm really wanting that cooling food and I've been doing a lot of juicing with this detox I'm doing and all of that. But there's something like I want that ice cream, right? And the sugar and all of that. So I decided, you know what? I I, I haven't had my avo bowl because of the avocado and I'm like, "Well, that's ridiculous." This is like when your Viome comes back, you guys, that's the gut health test. And it doesn't have on there that Ben and Jerry's is bad for you. So you eat the Ben and Jerry's, but it'll tell you you have a tomato virus and don't eat the tomato. And what we're really good at avoiding the tomato. It's really funny. And I see it over and over again in myself and other people, you know, and we laugh. We're like, well, if they could just list all those foods on there, right? So I know and I see myself doing it and I am making banana ice cream. I've decided I want some healthy, nutritious things around that I enjoy, but I'm not like a a lunatic about, which is what the sugar and the gluten does. It makes me like a friggin' lunatic. I don't want to be, I want to be in control of that again. And I know when I'm eating all these whole healthy foods, I feel that way and it feels easy. It feels rested. It doesn't feel like this panicked, like white knuckling. That's the flour and sugar. That's the hormones straight up. So it's like getting back to what just makes me feel so good. It makes me feel so nourished. And I already know this for myself, but I want to 
share with you. It's going to be, it's different for all of us. I really think it is. I mean, other than the flour and sugar thing, I can tell you that's just science, right? If you're feeling like psycho about your food, get that shit out for 30 days and see how you feel after that. But this idea of being the rested warrior, if you will, the, the rested woman, the rested loser, Like, how can you approach your goal, your weight loss goal, or your big ass dream goals, whatever your goals are, and be rested at the same time. And this is what my health situation this year with me just like feeling I just finally feel good this past like couple weeks, I will tell you, it has been a whole year of being uncomfortable in my body being just uncomfortable physically to the point where I had to change everything. I don't drink caffeine anymore. So no morning coffee, you guys, my whole morning routine was just ripped open. And I was like, just that hit me like a wall. And it wasn't just not having caffeine. It was I had this whole process I would go treat myself to a coffee shop and work and write. And now that allure of the coffee isn't there. I'm like, well, I can go drink tea. And it just, it's not doing the same thing for me. It just doesn't matter anymore. I don't chew gum anymore. And I use gum to pacify myself so much. And so as I'm like now totally dealing with my emotions again, I'm seeing myself eat more. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is just another way the universe has brought me to that ultimate mantra I had, food is fuel, that I want to just be able to fuel my body. I'm feeling and processing my emotions. And I was using these things to still buffer. And I see myself compensating in other ways, buffering with TV, with foods with that I wasn't eating before, right? So taking away these two other really big habits I had has resurfaced some of the old stuff, but that's okay, you guys, because you know what? I see it, I know it, and I'm going to tackle them. I already know how to take care of these other habits that have resurfaced. I've been managing though. I've already like been knocking those down. But again, we've got 50 years of wiring, 50 years of me not feeling emotions while I work or while I create or whatever it is that in that situation that is bringing it up, or maybe I'm lonely and don't want to feel it. You know, all of these situations that are coming up and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just so amazing. And then I'm like, okay, Ad, what are you going to do about it? You know, what are you going to commit to? And this is why the monthly planning, this is why the Mefer's guide stuff that I put together, the stuff, the whole process, the 90 day planning process, the events, the group, this is why I do it and why it's so powerful because it's not a sense of it's a one and done. It's a, You're never done, you guys. It's a constant thing in our lives, this journey, if we're going to enjoy the journey of getting back up and saying, all right, Ad, what are you willing to do now? How can we make it fun? How can we make it easy? If you don't take time to sit and think about that, then it's going to be, you're not going to change it. It's going to be hard, right? And so it's like constantly trying new things, you know, testing out what works for me, what doesn't work for me. And that changes too. So does the food I eat. The food will change. I won't eat the same thing five years from now. Okay. So (laughs) I just wanted to leave you guys with a little bit of this 
rested loser and ask you where you're at in your journey and to join us if you're listening in real time join us on facebook i'm going to be on namaslayer live for the next 30 days every morning not at a set time i'm just going to pop in and check in update my process and talk about where i'm at and resetting myself up for this next part of the journey and how I'm going to do it from the space of rest and joy and peace. And I feel like this is something I'm always talking about. How can it be more joyful? How can it be? But it's it's not as simple as swi- flipping a switch, right? This is a complete rewiring of who we are. And I don't know about you guys, but I think that is really worth the journey. It is worth the journey for us to throw aside time to not care about if I'm getting the result in 90 days that I'm going to sure as hell try for, but to be like, what am I learning on this journey? And to also, though, hold myself accountable at the same time, if I'm not making steps forward there, am I still learning or am I just shutting down and turning a blind eye to my goal and hiding? There's a big difference between those, between hiding when you're not making progress and not showing up for your plans or your meetings or your coaching sessions or whatever it might be for you. Right. So I'm committed to go live on Facebook. I want to talk about this part because for me, my health is so tied. My body is so tied to my spiritual connection. I think for a lot of us, right? Especially a lot of us that find me here and this weight loss quest, I really feel like there is purpose underneath being able to listen to yourself and allow yourself to hear your emotions and what's going on. So in addition to going live on Facebook, I'm going to do some coaching again, I think specifically around food and showing up for my plans and really work on my mindset around there. I've been doing a lot of things with the business over the last year or two, really focusing my mind more around that. And it's all tied together. It's all the same stuff. So I'm really going to throw everything at it with that and get some more help outside of myself. Because it does take someone outside of yourself often to see what is right in front of you. All right, you guys, I hope to see you on Facebook or in a webinar I'm running sometime or in one of my courses. I thank you all so much for listening, following along on the journey with me. And we're going to have an amazing summer here on the Heart Sing Podcast. So share with your friends, invite everybody on the ride, and let's do this. Let's get rested. Let's get in love with ourselves, in our lives, in our bodies, in everything we're creating on this journey to your healthiest self. How can you do it with joy? How can you do it with love? How can you make it easy and effortless for yourself to show up? All right, I'll see you next week. Slay her out.